Hello, this is Ruben Alexander, and this is the latest episode of The Virtual Bar at Ono. Today I just wanted to briefly talk about my decision to stop using Smart Steam and to continue posting as often as I can. And I also wanted to talk about a different approach I'm going to be taking to posts and the images that I use. Smart Steam is a service that allows you to use your Steam power and lease it out to other people. What that looks like is you go in to smartsteam.com, you put in uh, under delegate, you choose how much of your uh, Steam power you want to delegate, and then you sit tight and a constant stream of money comes in as people borrow your Steam power to be able to buy votes. I've heard of this before. Uh, it was really Penguin Pablo's, uh, user Penguin Pablo on Steemit that got me into the idea of loaning out my Steam power because I, use, I saw that he was using that to kind of boost his post uh, income. So I figured, well, if a whale like pa Penguin Pablo, someone who's pretty revered in the community, who's made lots of good tools, uh, really great person. If he's using Smart Steam, I can trust it. So I tried it out, and what I found was that uh, it allowed me to go on uh, something of a, a sabbatical, where I could take a break and not have to worry about posting every day. I could focus on posting exactly what I wanted, when I wanted, at my own schedule. It just so happened that I was going to grad school at the same time, so it was a great timing to be able to use that service to kind of... A, I was getting much less for my own votes... Um, but at the same time, uh, it was a lot. It allowed me to focus a lot more on my own uh, time off, and also give about a thousand delegation to Ono Social, which is on Steemit. I wasn't necessarily making a lot more than if I had just posted daily, but the idea was to take some time to go hands off, and in that time, I was hoping to have some sort of a revelation, something that helped me see a little better, uh, help me think more about why I was posting, my motivation. Um, I don't want it to be only about earning steam. I do enjoy that, but I wanted to really get at the core at why I was posting, figure out if there's any creativity. Uh, and I've written about this on Steemit recently where um, I wanted to be creative about how I was being creative. I didn't just want to keep on writing poetry. I wanted to hack that process and see what I could do to uh, kind of be a little more innovative about it. It just so happened that around the same time as I was uh, thinking about getting back into Steam, uh, I was starting to write poetry again. And this is not something that I can necessarily control. It's just, you know, if I have an idea or go through a, a situation that uh, where I would benefit in representing it in a different way, hiding it behind words and um, metaphors and, and rhyme, um, then I, I can capitalize on it. I can actually... Uh, materialize some sort of uh, verse that kind of, you know, sometimes will break the rules of conventional English, and but also kind of tell a story um, and connect with an emotion that is very hard for me to verbalize, but very easy to do, to uh, express in poetry. So uh, I was able to do that, and I was about to go and include some images that kind of uh, hinted at the emotions behind each section. Normally, I, my process is going to unsplash, searching for some word that's in the paragraph of poetry that I'm using, and seeing if there is some type of connection, some some picture that 
made me feel uh, how the passage made me feel, um, or maybe even enhanced and augmented that feeling. So, um, and normally Unsplash is a great source. I always include my sources, the artists that, uh, the photographers that you took those pictures. But uh, this time around, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> this time around, I didn't want to just use the Unsplash pictures. I wanted to uh, kind of push it a little. And I'm a programmer. I've been programming since I was uh, in sixth grade. Uh, and I started programming in BASIC, making visual graphics. I did uh, parabolas back then. And as I got older, I kind of been in and out of programming. Um, lately, I've been back in. Um, I'm doing a, at my school. I'm working with a student on a, a word search project. Uh, which has been a great process, but through that process, I've been able to really get a, a much sharper and faster with my programming skills. So immediately I thought, well, why don't I write a program that takes all of the text of my poetry and creates some type of a visual representation of that poetry? And uh, normally it takes me a few days to kind of bang out a prototype, but uh, because I had been practicing so much daily uh, with the, my school project, I was able to really get something quickly uh, that was kind of interesting. You know, it's it's kind of blocky, kind of weird looking, but um, it it works. It actually it feels kind of uh, strange, feels kind of new, and specifically, if you go to steamit.com slash at Ruben Alexander, you're going to see uh, the latest two poems that I've done. Um, one poem called Talking Touch, the other one called Glassy Grasp. Those were made... Uh, the images were made using code. If you don't want to hear the specifics as to how I implemented the code, just skip to the next section and you'll actually hear the poetry that I wrote. As far as the code goes, uh, it's pretty simple. I take a string of words and map each letter to a number. And then I use that number, um, kind of bunch, uh, grouped together, concatenate is the right word for it, I concatenate, <clears throat> excuse me, concatenate uh, set two sets, three sets of two numbers, and that turns into a hex code. My hex code is literally a numerical representation of some type of a color that web browsers can load. And for each uh, word, there is a color block that shows up on the screen. For um, poem talking touch, the main image has like this. Um, looks like a smear of color, a diagonal smear, and there's gaps, and all of that really, uh, based on my algorithm, is like a visual representation of each of the passages in Talking Touch. I'm going to go ahead and read Talking Touch and Glassy Grasp, and um, I'll kind of try to describe the images associated, uh, or the code, and how the code represented those words into colors and pictures. This poem is called Talking Touch. She took her index and finger-flipped my cap. Not an ounce of humanity in there. How about that? I am human, as human as they come, even though I stay calm and I am not undone. Humans get angry and flip their lid. Cold, it's too cold under there, kid. How lovely the ice and handsome the frost. It never overheats or loses its gloss. Well, you are too cold and boring for me. I leave your glacier in search of a city. Go on and without, from my parafold pact, I will fold my flow 
and return my hat. The images associated with that, um, very hard to describe. Uh, a lot of greens and blues, uh, columns of oranges and uh, beiges and greens. Um, but it kind of looks, if you look at it and rotate it about 45 degrees to the right, it looks a little like a leaf. And the background looks like it could be uh, a store of some sort, uh, maybe a candy store. The second image is very similar, but a much brighter background colors. So um, it's almost so bright that the leaf looks like it's in the background now. And in the foreground, you have these uh, large columns of color on the left. And then the top right, you have something that looks like a, uh, a set of stairs. This next poem is called Glassy Grasp. I speak, therefore I am. I am, therefore I speak, before the winter of plenty, before the summer bleak. I filled the rain like sand and stabbed it with my pipe. My breath, lungs, and body bubbled into sight. I live to hold your life. I am also held by a human grasp, holding time in a spell. That concludes this episode. I'm hoping that you enjoyed a little poetry reading, a little update as to where I'm coming from. And uh, just a side note, I noticed that there's a new group called Ono Investors. Um, go to uh, this episode. We'll have a link. And I'll try to link you to at least the Ono English group and the Ono Virtual Bar. Um, from there, you should be able to ask people about the Ono Investors Group because it turns out that uh, unlike what was originally planned, Ono will be doing some sort of a pre-sale of their Ono token. And I think part of the idea behind that is that there's a huge demand. Um, there's uh, over 200,000 users of Ono in China now, and uh, the advisors for the core team of Ono recommended that they do some type of a sale um, pre-sale, but specifically to try to reward some of the people who have been contributing to Ono even before it's fully released internationally. And as far as the international release goes, it is on the, uh, we're on the cusp of that happening. Um, hopefully end of May, maybe early June, we'll be able to see the international version and get to use it ourselves. Um, the minute I get a chance to use it, uh, I will let you know what that's like, kind of get an audio history of the experience of using Ono. All right, I'll see you in the next episode. I almost forgot to tell you that I got a chance to see the demo, the official demo of the Ono software. And uh, it was specifically a user, uh, user experience interview. Uh, what that looked like is a, a person whose focus is to develop a strong user experience interface, or sorry, strong user, uh, user experience, um, or a good, smooth, and fluid user experience, uh, he walked me through different pages of the Ono app signup. And he asked me what I thought of certain things, certain image placements, certain texts. Um, and it was very good to, to hear that he took all of my feedback and uh, he is going to be making some changes to the uh, sign-up screens, uh, the screens that you have to go through when you're first setting up uh, your account. And he's going to be implementing some of those changes. 
So he liked uh, the experience so much that he's asked me to contribute to future uh, uh, revisions and to provide feedback for those, and I definitely said yes. So I will keep you updated as to that experience uh, leading up to the international launch of the Ono app. All right, see you later.